In part four, I'll be discussing how do you create brand awareness in today's new digital world. Just a note that this talk was recorded in front of a live audience, so please excuse any audio issues. So part four of the Business of Fashion Basics is on creating brand awareness and building a communication and marketing strategy for your brand. Essentially, there's three elements that I'd like to talk about today. The first is thinking about a target customer. Who is it exactly that you're designing for? Why are you designing for them? The second bit is around something I call a brand story, which is what is it that you would like to be the story that your brand becomes known for? And there's a lot of different ways of thinking about a brand story, and we'll talk a little bit about that. And the third is something called the marketing mix, which is in really kind of traditional business speak called the four P's, price, product, place, and promotion. But let's start with the target customer. Who is your target customer? The more you know about how your target customer lives her life, the more you can get a sense of how you might meet her wardrobe needs in her everyday life. What is her lifestyle? Where does she live? Where does she work? What is important to her? If you don't know all of these things, how are you going to design for her? For example, she might be a busy woman, balancing the needs of her family with her career. She gets up early in the morning to drop her kids off at school, works in a professional setting all day, and then goes straight to a cocktail or dinner in the evening. But because she doesn't have time to change outfits, she needs something appropriate for all of these occasions. Understanding these many aspects of your target customer's life will also help you to engage with her to create awareness about your brand. This is why knowing your target audience is one of the most important elements of building a successful fashion business. So knowing your customer is important. Once you know who your customer is, and you know, as we've discussed, you're designing for that customer and you're creating products for that customer, developing and understanding what your brand story is is also an important step. Fashion is a super competitive industry. Talent is readily available. So having a, a well-designed, high-quality product is simply the price of entry. It's what they call table stakes. The next question is, is how do you get your story in front of a consumer and how do you make your brand resonate with them? You know, what is a brand story really about? A brand story is about the story that people will talk about when they think about your brand. What the press will say, what the buyers will say, what a consumer will say on social media. One of the best examples of a, a kind of strong brand story is Alexander Wang. He kind of came up you know, and I think everybody kind of uses this phrase now, the off-duty model. He became very, very well known for this kind of aesthetic for the model who's off-duty. And you kind of instantly get a sense of who he's dressing or the aspiration of the woman he's dressing, you know, how she fits it into her, her life and how it gets summarized in such a short sentence. That's the, the power of a really um, clear brand story is that people instantly understand what it is and that phrase gets tossed around not just amongst the buyers and press but also consumers and you can see how that phrase the off-duty model has kind of entered our regular everyday fashion parlance now your brand story should really convey who you are uh, what you're doing what you're providing to your customers 
why it's unique, why it matters. And then the third important bit in building brand awareness is this alignment between the four P's, which is product, price, place, and promotion. And each of these different elements need to be aligned. They're part of what we call the marketing mix. It's a set of tools which allows you to craft a clear marketing direction to tell your story. All of the tools work together. They must be aligned and they help to achieve your objectives both online and offline. So let's spend a little bit of time talking about each of these elements. Product. The product is a tangible physical products or services. In most fashion businesses it's really about a physical product that you're selling. It might be that you're known for footwear or you might be going after cocktail dress market or you might be going for an activewear market. There's all sorts of different products that are part of the fashion industry but you need to be really specific about what it is that you are selling, what product it is you're selling. Pricing. And this is, you know, often a very difficult thing to get, come to terms with. But as I've mentioned previously, many young designers automatically assume that they need to operate at the luxury end of the market. There are plenty of other opportunities to operate at other price points in the market. And you may find that actually by pricing your product at a more accessible price point, there's a bigger market opportunity. That obviously has implications for all sorts of other things like the materials you can use, the places you'll sell as we'll get to in a moment. But thinking about pricing is a really important decision because it effectively positions you in the market and it helps you to understand who the adjacent brands are that you're competing with and also the different materials and the quality of materials that you can use if you're going to be priced at a certain point in the market. Place. So where do you distribute and sell your products? If you're selling uh, a luxury product, there's going to be certain places where your product will naturally sit. If you're selling a luxury product, there's going to be certain places where your target customers are not going to naturally shop. What you want to make sure is that your product is available where your target customer shops and at a place which is consistent with the positioning of your product from a price standpoint. You start to see how all of these things align, right? The fourth one is promotion. How do you promote your product? If you're trying to reach a specific kind of customer, she's going to read certain kinds of magazines. She's going to have certain kinds of boutiques that she interacts with on social media, which will also help to promote your product. All of these four Ps, the point of this is to, show, to suggest and emphasize that they must be aligned. You can't have a luxury product selling at you know, a high street boutique you know, and promote it in a magazine in another part of the world or in social media that doesn't reach your target customer. All of these things must work together. The other thing that's really important to know about the marketing mix is that as a designer, as a creative director of your business, you're actually overseeing multiple elements of the marketing mix. Sometimes I say to some of my students, if you're selling toothpaste, the person who's developing the toothpaste in the laboratory, figuring out what new materials or chemicals that can be developed to make the teeth more white, that kind of scientist person developing the product, is probably not the same person developing the ads for that toothpaste. Those two people are very different. In a fashion 
brand, the person developing the product or designing the product, i.e. you, is often the same person developing the ad campaigns and the communication about the product. The marketing mix touches different parts of your role as a fashion designer or a creative director. You're also going to have say, for example, one day on how your store looks and what that store feels like and the place where you're going to sell the product. And you're also going to be making decisions about pricing. So the marketing mix is something as a fashion designer that you really need to be on top of. It's really about alignment. It's alignment between the product, the price you sell it at, the place where you sell it, and how you promote it. There are many promotional techniques that are available to fashion brands, uh, especially now that we have digital media. So you have kind of traditional marketing techniques like advertising or PR. You know, as a young brand, it's unlikely that you're going to be doing or spending a lot of money on advertising, but you still might be making powerful imagery. And, and the reason those images can be really, really powerful now in the digital age is because those images, even if they're still images uh, or campaign images or lookbook images, they can be used online. And new media marketing or social media marketing is one of the most powerful and affordable opportunities for you as a young designer to build awareness about your brand. I often get asked the question, you know, do I really have to be on social media? Do I really have to have a website? You know, do I really have to engage with all of these new tools? And the answer is yes. Now, do you have to be on every single social media platform? No. But should you have a website? Should you have a digital presence? Absolutely yes. When someone hears about you, what's the first thing they're going to do? One of the first things they're going to do is they're going to look you up on Google. And if what comes back is not a clear representation of who you are as a brand and something that's under your control, all the other stuff that's going to come up is stuff that other people have said about you. In the ideal world, when someone searches you on Google, when someone looks you up on Facebook or Twitter because they want to follow you or find out more about you, you should have control over those channels. Otherwise, you're leaving all of your promotion, all of your communication about your brand to other people. And now, of course, all those other channels are going to be important in you. Mag magazines and websites, they're also going to write about you. But if you're absent from that conversation, I think that's a problem. And surprisingly, there are still some very, very well-known designers who just don't have websites. And I think this is a big mistake. I think you need to have some kind of digital presence. It doesn't need to be a really complicated, really whizzy, really sophisticated website at the beginning. But something that shows who you are as a brand, that showcases your products, that makes it very clear what it is that you're offering to the market, and something that enables you to participate in the conversation about your brand and about fashion online, which as we all know is a growing market on the internet, um, that's actually really, really important. You can think about advertising at some stage, and there are traditional ways of thinking about advertising. It can help you reach a large audience. You can really control the images that you create. But really, at the early stage of your business, it comes with high cost, and there's long, long time before you're probably going to be able to afford it. Some magazines, if you create really interesting, powerful images as a young designer, they might give you some placement in the magazines for free. But really, as I say, you know, the real potential for moving your brand 
forward in terms of image and in terms of what you can control is online. The other way, of course, that you can help define and build your brand is through PR. There's many, many different channels available to you in PR, whether that be long lead publications like magazines, short lead publications like newspapers, and increasingly online publications like websites. And all of those different platforms work differently in terms of the way that you might engage with them. A, a long lead publication will need, as the name suggests, much more time for you to develop a story with them. But short lead publications like websites will, will work in real time. And so when you have things to share, when you have new products coming out, when you have announcements to make, when you have awards or prizes that you win, working very well with these different types of publications is going to be a key part of building your brand. Some of you may want to engage a PR company or communications company to work with you, but in the early days, you're often the one handling that yourself. So building relationships with the press, especially the ones that have taken interest in your product and have a genuine interest in what you're doing, those would be the first places I would go in the first instance. And don't forget social media. You know, there's many different channels available to you, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Google+, YouTube, Pinterest, LinkedIn, and even, you know, increasingly WeChat, which is a Chinese social media platform. All of these platforms are available to you as a young designer. You don't have to do them all. In fact, I don't recommend that you do them all. You should only do the ones that you have enough resource uh, and enough time to manage properly, because once you start a social media account and start building up followers, they're going to expect and you should deliver a regular communication and interaction with them in those channels. So if you want to start with just one or two social media channels in the beginning, that's probably the right choice. Uh, Instagram is a very, very powerful one, you know, where the fashion community really engages, which is not yet about anything about transaction, it's really about communicating about a brand. In the first instance, I really recommend Instagram and probably second, secondly, Facebook. Facebook is becoming and ha continues to be a really important channel for interaction with a global community. There's over 1.1 billion active users of Facebook at the, at the time. And it's never too soon to start building up your social media following. So create content that sparks an emotional reaction. Create content that people will feel, you know what, you all know what it's like when you, you find something on your feed and it impacts you in some way or it moves you in some way or it you know, creates some kind of emotional reaction. That's what gets people to share and that's probably a more powerful way or a more efficient way for you to be thinking about building your social media following at the early stages before you really have budgets to allocate. So that kind of summarizes or concludes building brand awareness. You know, brand awareness, as I said, is really about being aware of your target customer, you know, understanding and clarifying what your brand story is, and ensuring alignment across the four P's, the marketing mix, which are product, price, place, and promotion. And within promotion, there's many different opportunities and platforms that you can think about for promoting your brand, some of which are free because of what's happening in social media. So don't ignore those free platforms in the beginning because they will probably be your best friend. Thank you for listening to The Basics on the Business of Fashion podcast. If you like what you hear, please give us a rating and subscribe. 
BOF also offers online education courses. You can find out more about these courses at businessoffashion.com education.